You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I'm your host, author Brendan Dilly. It's my book right here. Still breathing the wisdom and teachings of a perfectly flawed man. You picked it up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. I promise you will enjoy that book. Also, uh, if you love this show and you believe in this show and you believe on what we're trying to do around here, whether it's myself or the Dilly Meme team, uh, and you just say, hey, you know, I want to I want to contribute and be a part of things, subscribestar.com forward slash the Dilly Show is the easiest way to make yourself a monthly subscriber for as little as $5 a month. Uh, you can make sure that essentially the, 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 uh, the train stays on the tracks. Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. God bless each and every one of you who are still a part of this program. It is the lifeblood of what I do, and I appreciate all of you who are still part of it. And if you love the show and you want to take it on the road with you, maybe listen to it while you're driving, you can do it in the podcast format, courtesy of magical producer Trevor. And that's right, you can go to bit.ly forward slash dilly show bit.ly forward slash dilly show and you're going to be able to download this podcast in any podcast format you can imagine and uh it's really fantastic trev's just done a, a bang up job with this so check us out bit.ly forward slash dilly show all right good morning everybody happy wednesday the 20th of september 2023 i don't know how the days keep falling off the calendar the way they do but they are and that's okay it's just crazy. It's crazy, kids, how fast the months are going by. And uh, yours truly is just buckled the hell in. Got a crazy-ass day. We got some funny-ass topics today. I got to talk about Fettertard. Went full Fettertard right in front of the whole country. And, and everybody just was like, really? And then Biden went, and he tried to top him. And then we find out that Sean Hannity's retarded, at least according to one very powerful billionaire. And then we find out that Rob DeSantis not only is a fucking rude house guest, he also allegedly is a dog kicking son of a bitch. We're gonna find, I, we don't know. Yes, it's true, it's a single source, but we'll find out. It's the discussion, everybody's talking about it. It's a giant kerfuffle. <coughs> kerfuffle. It's a big thing, we're gonna talk about it. What's awkward is when, you know, when I have to talk about DeSantis, Fetterman, and Biden, they all have something in, co in common. Retarded. Um, so we're going to talk about that. Also, for those who did <coughs> see my tweet this morning, uh, very exciting. Those who didn't, you're going to be surprised. And uh, we'll talk about that because we have the trailer for tomorrow's show, which you're not going to want to miss. That's right, I sit down with one of your favorite American patriots, Carrie Lake, and we've got the trailer to that. It absolutely was a blast. I'm gonna talk about it a little bit <coughs> today. Shout out to Lauren Eve and Magical Trevor for your help. Uh, Trev, getting it all, making it pretty, helping me to be less retarded, and then Lauren for putting together one hell of a trailer with Trev's help as well. So just really appreciate both of you guys, but yes, I sat down with Carrie Lake. She was incredible. Um, she said some nice things about me already today, uh, sharing that trailer. So I can't wait to play that for you guys. So it's going to be a, a lot of fun on today's show. We got a ton to talk about. Also a little life coaching to start this show. 
because I think it's healthy. I think it's a discussion that needs to be had. And uh, I think people appreciate that. People are telling me I'm not showing up on Rumble today, which is weird because I'm looking at Rumble and the numbers are climbing. It's right there. It's not like the numbers are down. I mean, they're climbing in real time. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you guys. I, I've, I've now had three complaints that <coughs> it's not showing up on Rumble. I'm not surprised, though, because Bongino is vested in Rumble, and I make fun of Bongino. So, you know, there you go. All right, we got a big show, though. Seriously, it's a big show. I have a ton to cover, so we cannot waste any time today. So let's get started with a little bit of MAGA Commerce. Once upon a time, there was a school, a place where kids would study and learn about history, science, art, and literature, where the teachers had values. And the students' education, not indoctrination, came first. A school that cared about a crazy little thing called truth, about teaching kids how to think, not what to think, where the teachers and students were held accountable. Hard work was expected from everyone and rewarded. But somehow, somewhere along the way, something went wrong. The culture went crazy and the teachers got weird. God and country were cast aside, and our kids were being conditioned. Most schools have gotten downright dangerous, but now there's a better way with Gideon math and reading, the favorite curriculum used by homeschool parents, individualized learning programs that work so kids can catch up, keep up, and stay ahead. The Gideon method is self-paced and focused on helping kids build foundational skills. Our curriculum emphasizes traditional values like family, integrity, honesty, and hard work, and no woke vocabulary or agenda. Gideon students connect virtually for this paper and pencil program, where proper placement, high standards, and consistency breed success. At Gideon, kids build confidence through mastery. Give your kids the best and contact Gideon today. That's right. Gideon Math and reading.com forward slash Warminster. You're going to have to be proactive in taking control of your children's education. It doesn't have to be some long, drawn out, overcomplicated process. Simply go to GideonMathAndReading.com forward slash Warminster. You're going to sign up today. The registri registration when you use promo code Dilly is free. The evaluation, free. First session, free. Contract, nope. And as I mentioned, your registration is free when you use promo code DILLY. You have no excuse. If you have children or grandchildren who you are concerned are not getting the education they deserve or who you believe could use some assistance getting caught back up and staying ahead, you need to go to gideonmathandreading.com forward slash warminster. Dr. Janine Mathis has had my back since before there was a Dilly show. That is no word of lie. Dr. Jean Mathis is gone. We go back to 2017, an incredible lady who has always believed in what I was doing 
and I believe in what she is doing. This is a great product. It's a great service, and it's something that's going to actually impact generations uh, after us. That is GideonMathAndReading.com forward slash Warminster promo code Dilly for your free registration. Revenge is an act of passion. Vengeance is an act of justice. Injuries are revenged. Crimes are avenged. Almost a century ago, big pharmaceutical companies re-engineered medical school curriculum and faculty with one goal, putting profit before progress. Anyone pushing back against the medical matrix they carefully crafted was threatened, silenced, censored, financially ruined, or worse. They are the problem. We are the solution. Uh, you're clear to engage. Initials Mike Two Beta Alpha. You're clear to engage with weapons. You're clear to engage with weapons. That's right. Vengeance.com. These aren't supplements. They're whole food source actives that perform significant functions in your body. They're designed to help you and your pets thrive. That's right. You and your pets thrive against a corrupt system and polluted environment. They are made in the United States of America, and they've got three targeted formulas that can be used together or separately. Motherboard, which programs your body to detect and destroy pathogens and prevent future threats. Venzio filters out agricultural, industrial, domestic, and pharmaceutical toxins on a cellular level, boosts organ performance, and then Ripcord, which helps uh, give relief from joint pain and inflammation. That's right. These are made from unique and powerful ingredients for supercharged results. Vengegens, and what makes them really special, uses a technology that was previously only available in the pharmaceutical industry. The micronization process allows us to give you the world's cleanest formulas with an unparalleled 100% bioavailability. The formulas are so potent, you don't even have to ingest them. They can be absorbed right through the skin. So you can take them either orally or topically. And here's a little known fact. There are no standards in the animal supplement industry. At Vengens, their formulas are held to the highest of human standards for both human and animal products alike. So if you or your animals want answers to toxicity, compromised immune systems, and inflammation, come and check out Vengens.com. That's V-E-N-J-E-N-Z.com. And promo code Dilly is going to get you 15% off your purchase or subscription. Vengens.com. I really, I believe in this company. It's a very, very cool product. It's very different than uh, a lot of the other things that we we uh, market on this show. And I think it's something that you should definitely have in your arsenal to help your overall wellness. Vengens.com. Check them out today. Oh my God. Oh, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Okay. Woof. I've been in the fucking blender for about a week and a half now. You know what? Fuck that. It's the 20th September. This this month has been one giant shit sandwich. Um, it's been crazy. Even with good stuff, uh, it's been like waking up every morning and getting kicked in the balls uh, and then starting again and just going, okay, God has me. And he does. I, and I believe that. But we've got to talk about this because I feel like you guys know me. You've been watching the show long enough. Anytime I start to see a theme, anytime I start to see a trend within a, our community, and I'm talking about Donald Trump's Make America Great Again community, the MAGA community, when I start to see trends, I speak out on it. Because part of 
the problem that happens, I believe, as individuals. Sometimes as individuals, we go through an experience and we think that the experience we're, we're encountering is unique to us. Okay, and so what happens is when we do that, we feel like we're in a silo. We're isolated from other people. Man, I'm really having a hard time. Dilly's having a hard time. No, 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 no. We, I already know. I get the emails. I see the, the messages, the DMs. I see the telegram messages. I have the conversations. And so... I see that this is not something that's unique to me. A lot of people are going through it. And, and here's what I'm going to tell you I'm, I'm observing. Number one, I think all of us are, are dealing with a little bit of loss this month. We've had a lot of good patriots go under. Number two, we are making tremendous progress as a movement towards reclaiming our freedom. However, the anger the hatred, the desperation from the opposing side is palpable. You can feel it in everything. Tell me I'm not the only one who has observed a shit ton of adversity in their, uh, their immediate world around them. Conflict that normally doesn't exist. Challenges that are almost irrationally uh, sort of being played out and you observe them. I know I'm not the only one because I keep getting emails on it. People asking for advice. Hey man, I'm going through something really weird. I'm having a situation. I had a, a friend of mine or a fucking, uh, you know, uh, my spouse or, or somebody I'm, I'm, I'm do work with or a boss or whatever. I'm observing this overwhelming stress, almost an angst. And I don't believe it is starting on with us. I believe it is starting with the people we are trying to stop. And I want to speak on it because I think sometimes if you don't recognize the effect, I mean, you got to understand, these are very fucking powerful, wealthy, evil motherfuckers. And there is an entire industry. There is an entire army of evil motherfuckers that are trying to destroy us and to put forth their own agenda. If you don't think a collective like that and their negative fucking evil energy won't somehow seep into your world, you're delusional and you don't understand how any of this works. There has been adversity, interpersonal adversity, political adversity, business. I mean, look at, look at what's happening <coughs> even within the MAGA movement. You've got, you've got people that, are really like, Donald Trump says, oh, I love Matt Gates. Okay, great. Donald Trump says, oh, I love Marjorie Taylor Greene. Donald Trump says, oh, I love Byron Donalds. Donald Trump says, I, seemingly people all on the same page at each other's throats the last fucking week and a half. Throats, at the throats. I'm watching, I can see it play out in real time. I'm like, holy shit. There's a ton of adversity among these different people and i think it's important to talk about it because it, you have to be able to step back from that and go whoa, whoa whoa what are we actually living through and experiencing what are we living through and experiencing right now it's important to ask yourself dude does this belong to me number one am i actually mad or is this some shit that doesn't feel like it maybe is coming from inside of me 
You have to be able to have these conversations. Am I, am I going through something or am I experiencing something that I can't really explain and I'm just reacting? That's number one. Number two, number two, and this is the ultimate. This is how we clean up all the bullshit because everybody's got the bullshit, right? They all got the bullshit. They cling to things. They cling to, to issues. They cling to whatever. The only fucking question you ever have to ask yourself, if you're a fucking man and you understand how to succeed in life, how, how, and I don't even mean succeed like money or love. I'm talking about how to fucking accomplish things. Here's all you have to ask yourself. Is the way I'm talking, is the way I'm thinking, and is the way I'm acting moving me closer or further away from my goals? If the answer is yes or no, depending on if it's yes, the way I'm behaving is moving me further away from my goals, Stop immediately what you're doing. Life is not about perfection, but it is about course correction. As soon as you stop and ask yourself that question and you're honest, you say, am I getting closer to what I actually want in life or is it the way I'm acting moving me away from it? And if the answer is, oh shit, the way I'm behaving and the way I'm, I'm interacting is moving me further away, all you, it's fine. You don't have to get upset. You just stop and go, okay. You forgive yourself and you go, okay, I gotta fucking change exactly what I, I gotta change this right now. I'm going to change this behavior. You have to. Where most people never figure out in life how to succeed is they don't understand how to course correct in the moment. You must understand how to step out of yourself and go, hey, motherfucker, you're screwing up our goals. And then you go, I know. And you go, okay, great. Stop fucking doing what you're doing. Can we just change what we're doing? And you go, yes, we can. And you have to, I do this, I do this all the time. I do this every fucking day. I do it in discussions with Rihanna that I'm like, I try and approach maybe something that it, she like doesn't like the way I approach. I go, okay, hold on, stop, stop. Before you even get upset, let me try a different way of talking about it. And I just, and it's not about, I don't want to win a fight. I just want to, I want to communicate so that she understands where I'm coming from and I can appreciate and understand where she's coming from. You must learn how to fucking course correct. If you don't, you end up like Ron DeSantis waking up every morning and just punching yourself in the dick over and over and over. And you don't want that because then you look up one day and you go, what happened? I had, all this, I had all this positive momentum. I had all this good energy. And then it's like, it all just went away. Well, it's you. But sometimes you're being influenced by shit. Maybe it isn't you. Maybe you, you also have to acknowledge, hey, we're all under a shitload of fucking stress. I think that America recognizes we are in the fight for our lives like this is it man this we got one more shot at this you got one more fucking shot and cheating won't be an excuse there's not going to be any moral victories here if trump doesn't win you got one shot to save america donald trump that's it i don't give a shit who they try to convince you is the next great senator fuck them i don't care who they try to convince you is a great congressman who deserves your money and time and energy fuck them also I can't be more clear about this. What I've learned is that the Senate and the Congress are fucking pricks that are more than likely bought and paid. The only person that I give a shit about from now until November of 2024 is Donald John Trump. Everybody else is fucking, it's like rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. It's Trump. Is what I'm doing helping Trump? Is what I'm doing helping me help Trump? If answers are no, then stop fucking doing what you're doing. That's it. There's no other argument. You don't have to, 
You don't have to rationalize with yourself. Eliminate the ego. No one has time to have an ego. We don't have any time to have adversity within your own world, whether, whether that's with your family or your friends or at your job or your business or whatever. You don't got time. This is one of the reasons I'm like, I'm so proud of the Dilly Meme Team and it's not for the content. Yes, that's incredible. The Meme Team has been so incredible in following my advice and my lead. And they've, <coughs> I mean, you're talking about 28 people. And when I talk to them and I say, you have to be willing to talk about what's, as soon as something starts to pop up, have the conversation, get it out of your system and then take in the information. It's just about getting it out. Don't hold it in. Don't let it fester. Don't let yourself get more angry. Let's address it right now. We are a team. And it's impressive because you got 28 people, all different personalities, all different ages and everything else. And we're at a point where I feel like the dialogue is extremely healthy. And on a team that large, I'm very proud of it because it's not easy to do that. It takes an incredible amount of trust in the people around you, but also discipline to just go, hey, hey, I have a fucking problem. Let me talk about it. Let me say it. So I just wanted to put that out there for you guys because I'm, I'm observing it in my coaching clients. I'm observing it, it, you know, in my life. I'm seeing it in some of like this, the stuff I'm having to deal with on a daily. I'm dealing with chaos right now, straight up. I'm dealing with fucking chaos, but it's okay. You stand back and go, all right, I guess that's what I, I just said, okay, God, I guess you got me in chaos this month, huh? I just go, okay, all right, bro. I ain't going nowhere. Like the show must go on. Doesn't matter what other chaos you got whirling around me because eventually it'll go away. The, the, it all goes away. And, and, and that's the thing that's so important is you have to understand like the chaos, it, it'll come in waves and it doesn't always belong to you. That's the part that I'm trying to get across because what happens, here's what happens inside of interpersonal relationships, friendships, uh, romantic, especially business relationships. Sometimes there's chaos and you want to look to figure out who caused the chaos, but it doesn't fucking matter because sometimes it ain't you. Sometimes it's not you. The other thing is, the, and I, 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 I am not a big fan of using this vernacular because I'm not probably well-versed enough to speak on it but I'm gonna use it anyway because I feel lazy and I don't wanna have to find another like example. When you're making progress, and I mean real fucking progress, the devil tries to knock your shit down. When you are actually on the right path with the right people, there is an external energy that will try to fucking sabotage you all the way and, until it sees that you are capable of withstanding it. I saw somebody in my chat, I, I was going by fast, but they said something that trust is key. And it is. And the thing about trust too is like, and this is one thing I've learned with my meme team. And I think the meme team, I'm trying to teach them and they've learned from me. It's not about everybody being perfect all the time. It's about everybody having a good intent. When you've got good intent, okay? When you have good intent, you have to extend grace to people who make mistakes not because they're that you you uh, you you think they're always correct, but because you're like, I trust that you have my best interest because we care about each other, right? And that's an, a critical element that we personalize other people's shortcomings. It doesn't mean that they're bad people or or they're nefarious. It means that they're just normal human beings with shit going on. That's a really important one. If like that happens to me in business all the time, or or in the meme team. 
you know, we have craters in a, in a room. If you step on each other, people get their feelings hurt. But what they're starting to realize is it's not intentional. Shit happens, but it's because we're all moving a million miles an hour trying to accomplish the impossible. And sometimes someone's going to get their fucking feet stepped on. That doesn't mean that the person's bad. It doesn't mean that they're against you or trying to take away your fucking anything. It just means they're moving really fast. You're really moving really fucking fast and you're bumping into each other. That isn't the same as this motherfucker's evil. That just means, holy shit, we're all moving too fucking quick and we're running into each other and we just need to slow down, talk out and get things explained. It's all it is. But look, take it from somebody that, that manages extraordinary human beings who are eccentric and different and all have different needs and have been doing it for three fucking years. The only way you do that is literally grace, forgiveness, and incredible amount of communication. You have to be relentless in your pursuit of the, of a resolution. That's the key. Re, res, you have to be like, we're fucking here until we fix this, bro. Because I want to fix this. I do it. Ask the meme team. Ask any of them. I don't let anybody. When I'm when I'm hurting everybody, I'm like, hey, hey, nobody falls behind. I start noticing somebody falling off. I grab them. Hey, what's going on? And then I'm annoying as shit. I'm like. So what are we doing? How can we fix this for you? And then I come back the next day. So what are we doing to fix that the next day? But you have to have that level of give a fuck about the people who are pulling in your same direction. And I do this with my sponsors too. I can't have you motherfuckers falling apart. I can't have you not succeeding. I do it with the Dilly 300. I understand you're gonna reach out to me. I have people ask, <coughs> you know, help with donations, people with life advice, family advice. Dude, I try to, I try to, I'm trying to get everybody going because we all are heading towards the same direction and everyone's going to go through their own bullshit along the way, but, uh, we aren't, a, we aren't shit without one another. We like, you have to understand you are in, now's not the time <coughs> even to be second guessing the people in your fucking, your foxhole right now. You, you got who you got right now. You better learn to love one another. You better learn to fucking fight alongside one another because there ain't nobody else coming into this bitch. There's no one else coming in. You got who you got. And yeah, I just wanted to put that out there because I, 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 I'm seeing people under a lot of stress. I'm getting emails from, from viewers who are going through it and I just wanted to give you guys some free advice. Are you guys having problems with the YouTube? My internet's solid. Is something jumping on YouTube? Or are we good now? Are we clean? Everything's good? All right, so that's, uh, I guess we, you know what? I haven't got to use this lately. I'm fucking using it right now. That's the bottom line. Because Brendan Dilly said so. Absolute my thank you're welcome, MAGA Devil Dog. Look, at the end of the, at the end of the day, whatever your purpose is, your goals have to be bigger than your ego. That's it. You understand? Just whatever your whatever your goal is, just make it make it something that's bigger than your ego. And if the ego starts getting in the way, it doesn't matter what else is happening, it's your fault. Shut the fuck up, it's your fault. Just take it on the chin, right? Trev says it's across the board, but my internet's smooth. Why, why is it not doing it on my screen? I'm looking at 
I'm looking at it on a separate laptop and it's clean. Trevor, we good? Picture's grainy on what? On YouTube? I look fucking beautiful on YouTube. I'm looking at myself right now. And I'm on a different computer. Refresh your shit. As not, I don't think it's me. All right, so for those who are on Twitter, this won't be uh, a big shock because you already saw this this morning. For those of you who aren't on Twitter and you haven't got to see yet, well, I'm very excited to give you guys the trailer to the Dilly and Carrie Lake interview. It made me trust you more as a leader. I was in a dark place, Brendan. I was, I was like very angry and upset and hurt. And I mean, you name the emotions I was feeling them. I'm just not afraid of anything. I mean, the book's called Unafraid, okay? We're on the last hill and I'm not about to surrender this one. So they're gonna have to take me down at the top of the hill. Our most powerful weapon is our voice, and we have been silenced through fear and intimidation and censorship, and we got to push back. But he endorsed me when he saw that I too had a movement. And I jumped in and started this movement in, in a way wanting to mimic what was so powerful in the MAGA movement, Make America Great Again movement. I know he's going to get in there and turn this mess around. And I'm, I'm in the fight with him. The Dilly 300 in my audience, they're incredible human beings. They're amazing people. They love you. You've met several of them at events. What can they do right now to support you? So that, uh, that happened last night. And um, it was, um, she's amazing. She is an amazing, amazing lady. And uh, boy, oh boy, oh boy. What can I say about Carrie Lake? Um, I think you guys are gonna like the interview. Let me just tell you a few things. I wasn't nervous to talk with Carrie. I already knew her and I got a, we, I already knew we'd have a vibe. Like I was like that, me and her are like, I, I see you. Like I, I, I recognize you. But I'll tell you what kind of fucked with me, man. Um, I was, I did get nervous about being too loose with it. And then and I didn't want to accidentally put her in a position where something I said went viral and made her look bad. I don't know if that makes sense. Like I could be, if, if I think if it was anybody else, I could be fast and loose and, you know, kind of curse and joke around. But it was Carrie Lake, and I'm like, I know what you're going to end up being for this country down the road, and I really don't want to be somebody that accidentally just fucking makes you look bad. I mean, it wasn't about knowing her. It was just like, I just didn't want to like, if that makes sense, I was just like, yo, like, I'm not a professional fucking interviewer. It doesn't come across like an interview. It doesn't. It comes across like a conversation. Um... I am not a professional. I tried not to be Sean Hannity, but I was excited. So I probably 
maybe did a little bit of stepping on her. I didn't mean to. Um, I did my best to listen and just give, let her give all of her answers, but I was excited about a lot of what she was saying. Um, also, the other thing that's weird about interviewing Carrie Lake, and you don't know it until it happens, all right? Here's the other thing about interviewing Carrie Lake. You don't really know, like, how much of a piece of shit you look like until she's on the screen next to you. So then, like, you, you go on there, and you're like, wow. It's like, it's like when I bring my wife in studio. Like, God bless her. I love when I don't have to use the camera. You're like, man, you're, like, better looking than me. <laughs> and I'm sitting there. And I'm like, and then the thing is, is she's, she's completely, like, 30 years of broadcasting, right? So she is, like, completely fucking, like, you're not going to catch a mistake. She's not going to misspeak. She's not even going to look at the wrong spot. I'm over here like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Fuck it, I don't know where to look. I'm sitting there because I'm not used to doing interviews. So I'm like, dude, uh, do I look at the camera? Do I look at my fucking screen? Because I want to see her face as she's talking to me. But then I'm like, I can't because my screen's here and there's this, right? So I got to figure that out too because I was like, I'm like, which way do I look? <coughs> that threw me off because my screen's here. So I'm talking to her like, oh, there you are, Carrie. But then it looks retarded because I'm being filmed this way. So then I'm like, look in the camera. But then I don't get to see my guest. I'm telling you, there's a lot of shit that I'm learning. But yeah, she's extremely, she's not even, polish isn't even the right word. 30 fucking years, she's elite. She's elite. She's like, hi, I'm attractive and smart and always say the right things. And I always have the same fucking tone and I don't inter you know, interrupt. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm just like, hey, you're right. Like I'm a fucking mess. With all of that being said, I got her to laugh. I got her to tell me, uh, I got her to say, that's a really great question. I think I got her, I, I didn't throw her off, <laughs> but I definitely think I caught her off guard with a couple of, right? I think I caught her off guard with the way I phrased certain things to her and not in a bad way. I think she was kind of like, whoa, like that's not how people normally would ask me something, right? Uh, she did give you guys credit. She did give the meme, <coughs> excuse me, the meme team a shout out. Um, it was a lot of fun. I think you guys are gonna really enjoy it. Uh, I'm very proud of it. I couldn't believe what she said on social media uh, this morning. God, I, just, I don't know if I took a screenshot. I was like, I was stunned. I was like, oh my God, did she just say that? That's like a really nice thing to say to me. Um, yeah, oh, check this out. I'll show you guys. So I put out the teaser trailer and she <coughs> she quote tweeted it which I thought was really classy of her to do. But this was where uh, I was so <coughs> taken back. She says, I really enjoyed my conversation with Brendan. He is a powerhouse. Warlord Dilly, thank you for having me on your amazing show. I, I just was like, wow, that's really like, I just thought that was really cool. And, um, and I, you know, wow. You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, so that happened. And I cannot wait for you guys to see it. I'm proud of it, uh, not because it's perfect, but because I really busted my ass to make it good for you guys. And uh, and I when I say busted my ass, here's what I mean. I was out of my comfort zone, right? I love you guys. I do a lot of shit out of my comfort zone just for you guys. But like my natural place is like, I host a show by my fucking self and I can say whatever I want and no one else can get canceled because of some stupid shit that I said. But then that responsibility changes as soon as <laughs> Carrie Lake's on my screen, I'm like, Okay, I'm going to do my best to not destroy your career and my career, right? And that's where the pressure comes from. So, 
Yeah, so we got it done. We got it done. She's an incredible lady. And just very neat. <coughs> Boy, I'm having a hard time breathing today. Which is weird, because yesterday I had no problems. But today I'm like, probably those damn allergies, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty, it was crazy, man. It was, it, was a, it was surreal, too. I will tell you that. She pops on, you're like, hey, there you are. <laughs> what are you doing? She's like, yeah. I asked her some good questions, too, though. Like, stuff that I think you guys will like. Like, stuff that nobody else is going to talk to her about. I, I asked her some questions. So I'm going to play that on the show tomorrow. It'll go live on the show. And then once the show is over, uh, I'm going to upload it onto Twitter at 4 o'clock tomorrow and uh, in its entirety so you guys can share it and do whatever you need to do. So that's how we'll do it. Yeah, that's how we're going to do it. Yeah, so that'll be fun. I think you guys will enjoy it. It was, it was, a, it was a good time. All right, I'm saving Dilly in the Wild for tomorrow because I'm all out of sorts today. And I kind of knew I was going to be. Boy, you guys had some good Dilly in the Wilds, too. I can't wait to show these tomorrow. These will be a blast. Um, we already played the Carrie Lake trailer. We're done with that. I got a bunch of fucking weird stories, dude. I mean, where, where do you guys want to start? Well, we could start here. This is what's going on currently. I am very proud of this. This is fun. Um, President Donald J. Trump is in the air on his way to Iowa right now. Uh, and that's a pretty cool deal. And people already were lined up first thing this morning. Uh, you know who's not in the line? The eight or nine Patriots that I got VIP for. <laughs> got an ASK, ASK to GET. I got about eight or nine of you VIP, which means no lines. And you're probably going to have cute little seats with your names on them. Heading out to Iowa. Beautiful. Oh, we are hours in advance. Hours. Iowa loves Trump. Iowa loves Trump. Well, it's kind of short notice. It's beautiful. You love to see it. You love to see it. And as President Trump heads to Iowa with all the momentum in the world, Fox has this new <coughs> graph they're using now, which I thought was just really cool. I think this is really, really cool. Oh, wait, we've got pictures in the, in the uh, chat. Hold on. Let me see. Let me see if I can use these. Hold on. Uh, let me see what we got here. Okay, let me see if I if I need to grab them or if I'm a no-go for now. Oh, okay, those, those are good pictures. Oh, these are great pictures. Thank you. William of Ockham is on the ground in Iowa. It says it's a huge line. I can see them. I'm not going to upload these because I just don't have the time to do it. But big crowd. All right, so while President Trump is uh, on his way to Iowa for what will end up being a packed house, okay, it's going to be fantastic. Fox has a sweet new graph that they made just for Rod DeSantis. It's called the DeSantis Decline. The DeSantis Decline. Very catchy name, Fox. Great, really, really impressive shit with that one. Now, what exactly is the DeSantis Decline? 
Well, it's apparently referencing his absolutely cratering fucking polling. I mean, he sucks. This guy sucks and everybody knows it. And every time you turn to a different poll, they're like, dude, you fucking suck. Donald Trump even put out uh, one of them just from the other day. This is an Emerson College polling and DeSantis continuing to suck wind at 12 while Trump has surged nine since August 26th. DeSantis flat while Trump surges nine. The meatball has gone bad. Nobody wants the fucking meatball. And this nerd continues to march himself out there <coughs> getting absolutely obliterated by Trump, okay? Obliterated. And the thing is, that was before we had another scandal on our hands. I mean, we got another <coughs> fucking DeSantis scandal. What's the DeSantis scandal today? What could it possibly be? Is it worse than any of the other scandals we've had lately? Whether it's, uh, you know, who he's taking money from or who he's wiping boogers on. What scandal could be worse than what we've dealt with so far? Well, let me tell you. There's a new book coming out from somebody not very reputable, but it does allege some things about DeSantis. Murdoch, Rupert Murdoch, calls Hannity retarded, accurate. And DeSantis kicked Tucker's dog. Wild new book claims. Now, let's just start. Look, I don't know the credibility of this, okay? This is not a <coughs> what I would consider a credible source. But to be fair, we want to take each piece of information with a grain of salt while still considering that they might be telling the truth. So let's start with the first statement. Rupert Murdoch called Hannity retarded. Now here's what we can say and we can't say. We can't say definitively that Rupert Murdoch called Sean Hannity retarded. We weren't there. There's not video of it. There's not audio of it. We cannot definitively state that Rupert Murdoch called Sean Hannity retarded, okay? Here's what we can say definitively. Sean Hannity is retarded. So we don't know if Rupert actually said it, but what we do know is if he did say it, it's a true statement. We know Sean Hannity is fucking retarded. We just don't know if Rupert Murdoch agrees with us or if he actually said it. So right now, right out the gate, we can say that there's at least a 50% chance that Rupert Murdoch did in fact call him retarded, given that we know it's a true statement. So there, we'll kind of compromise. Let's move to the next question. DeSantis kicked Tucker's dog. Okay. Here's what we do know. Tucker Carlson and his wife love their dogs. They've got four of these spaniels. They absolutely love them. I'm not even a Tucker person that watches the show, and I know the guy loves his dog and talks about him constantly, right? So start with that. We know Tucker has four dogs. We also know that Rod DeSantis is fucking weird and is exactly the kind of human 
that would kick another person's dog under a table, okay? I'm not saying he did. I'm saying he's the exact kind of fucking idiot that would, okay? So that's where we, we're, so, so on this one, I'd say we're about 75% there. What do we know? Tucker has four dogs. What do we know? DeSantis is fucking weird and is the kind of dumb shit that would kick someone else's dog underneath the kitchen table. What else do we know? We know that DeSantis did, in fact, go to lunch at Tucker Carlson's house. You're 75% there. I'm not saying it happened. I'm saying there's a 75% chance this dumb motherfucker kicked Tucker Carlson's dog in front of him and his wife, which is fucking incredible. Let's discuss it. With Fox urging its stars to be, quote, open-minded about the Florida governor, then Murdoch's favored, favored candidate for 2024, Wolf writes that Carlson and his lovely wife, Susie, welcomed DeSantis and his wife, his bitch wife, Casey, to their Florida home for lunch. And despite hoping to impress Carlson, arguably a top GOP kingmaker, the presidential hopeful and Trump rival failed the Susie Carlson test during the visit, Wolf claims. Okay, well, what else does he claim? Let's see. How did, how did he fail the Susie Carlson test. Here's what is being alleged, okay? The DeSantis couple allegedly failed to read the room, especially with Carlson's wife, a genteel stay-at-home woman, here in her own house, Wolf notes. Quote, for two hours, Rod DeSantis sat at her table talking in an outdoor voice indoors failing to observe any basics of conversation ritual or propriety, reeling off an unselfconscious list of his programs and initiatives and political accomplishments. Now, let's start with these statements right here. What do we know that is definitively true in these statements? Number one, we know that Tucker Carlson's wife, Susie, is a lovely woman who is in fact a stay-at-home uh, woman and she is extremely proper and polite and is a homemaker, a wonderful person by all accounts. What else do we know? We know that Rod DeSantis fucking yells when he's trying to make points and it doesn't matter where he's at. We know that Rod is an idiot who is probably on the spectrum who doesn't have any social graces of any kind, who loves to hear his own stupid fucking voice, and who absolutely has zero understanding of any kind of dynamic, uh, or in this case, what they referred to as, uh, uh, let's see here, uh, his uh, basics of conversation ritual, meaning, hello, how are you? What a lovely home. Can you tell me about where you got that fucking painting? You know, normal shit that people who are well-adjusted, non-retards would talk, right? So we can confirm again, we don't know if this happened. We just know that 90% of this uh, is fucking absolutely plausible. I mean, this is completely plausible. If you told me that Rod DeSantis, given what we've observed since January, walked into a homemaker's house as a fucking guest for lunch and proceeded to pretty much talk at the top of his lungs about his policies while ignoring all of the normal social fucking graces that you would be extending 
and then he got irritated and kicked the dog? I'd tell you, yeah, it sounds fucking exactly. They call him the caveman. Did you guys know this? Are you aware that since at least 2018, the staff that has worked with Rick DeSantis has referred to him as Caveman DeSantis? Did you guys know this? That's his actual nickname inside of his own circles, Caveman, because he is a fucking idiot. And he has zero, zero manners, none, okay? We still haven't got to the final part of this and the most salacious aspect of this story. And this is where it gets really juicy. And as I said here, if we're doing the math, the guy is not doing well right now because everything is completely plausible. None of this sounds out of character for Rod DeSantis. Here we go. During the dinner, Wolf writes, quote, DeSantis pushed the dog under the table. Had he kicked the dog? Susie Carlson's judgment was clear. She did not ever want to be any, anywhere near anybody like that ever again. Her husband agreed. DeSantis, in Carlson's view, was a fascist. The pot calling the kettle even blacker. Forget Ron DeSantis. So this is, again, this is a liberal writing this. So that's where the pot calling the kettle even black. So according to this person, Tucker Carlson referred to DeSantis as a fascist after Tucker and his wife observed Rod kicking the dog underneath the table. Dude, I don't know if he did this, okay? And here's what I'm going to say is going to be a total kill shot. If Tucker Carlson comes out and, in, and confirms even part of this story, DeSantis is fucked. There's nothing in this country you can do to turn away human beings faster than be perceived as somebody that would abuse a dog. It's the end of you, bro. I'm talking the fucking end of you. If you don't believe me, call Mike Vick. Ask Mike Vick how long it took him to try and rehabilitate his image and how much work he had to do and how much money he had to give to try and even begin restoring his name. And it still didn't work for a lot of Americans. If there is, if, if this might be one of the saddest confirmations in the history of American politics, if Tucker says, yeah, he might've kicked my dog, DeSantis is probably gonna have to resign as governor. And the thing is, you guys think I'm joking, but I'm not. You have to understand the way, um, the relationship between Americans and their pets. And if, if, if Tucker even confirms any of this, DeSantis is gonna be literally working at a Bucky's by next summer, okay? If he even says, well, it wasn't really a kick, it was a little bit of a shove. Anything, anything even approaching a confirmation and it's the end of DeSantis. He's going to have to move out of the governor's mansion. He's going to end up renting an apartment near one of you sons of bitches out there in fucking Sarasota and working at a Wawa or, or a, a fucking Bucky's. I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of shit you can get away with. This will be the end of it. It's You cannot get away. And it's, it's one thing to even be like, oh, I was shoving my own dog with my foot. Bro, you kicked somebody else's dog at their house? incredible. In, I mean, this will be the end. It'll be the end.
So we're all, I think, waiting. Now, I'm going to tell you my, my, my belief is that Tucker's going to deny the story out of pity for Meatball. Because I think Tucker knows if he confirms this story, there's going to be villagers with pitchforks out in front of the governor's mansion. I think that Tucker, I don't know that you're ever going to know the real truth about this story because I actually believe Tucker Carlson is going to call off the dogs and say this is fake news. I think he will. Oh, somebody's saying that Tucker already denied it. I already, see, I knew it. I, you're never going to know the real story here because he knows this dude's life will turn to an absolute abysmal wasteland if Tucker goes, yeah, the fucker kicked my dog. It'll be the end of it. And so I think Tucker's, he, if he did already deny it, I'm not shocked. But there you guys, there you guys go. All right, hold on, we got more show, uh, a lot more fun. We haven't even got into the fettertard stuff yet. I told you it's, it's a big retard day here at the Dilly Show. But first, a little bit of MAGA commerce. Here we go. My Americana Marketplace. Trisha, I love you, honey. I see you working your butt off on social media, and I appreciate that. You know what I, <coughs> here's what I'm talking about. Trisha, <coughs> excuse me, God. Don't judge this ad spot based on my coughing. Trisha, a 26-year uh, Naval Intelligence uh, veteran of the Navy, okay? Just a badass, all right? I see her working on social media because she knows one of the keys to President Trump's 2024 campaign, probably the biggest key, is familiarizing the public with the Agenda 47 platform. It is the absolute gold standard of political platforms going into the next election. It is something that if he even accomplishes 10% of that platform, your world is going to be infinitely better, okay? It is so critical that everybody begin to familiarize themselves, educate themselves on the uh, excuse me the agenda 47 uh platform it, it's incredible it's going to be something that benefits every single american nobody it will be hurt by donald trump's agenda 47 platform other than illegal immigrants and criminals which you and me and everyone else shouldn't give a fuck about so you head on over to myamericanamarketplace.com. You're going to pick up at least, at least two packs of Agenda 47 cards. You're then going to familiarize yourself with them, what's on them, and you're going to give away at least one of those packs. And if all of you do this, we're going to start to make some headway. You got to put them in a public setting. Take them to your next poker match. Take them down to the, the mechanic shop. Take them down to the... Uh, what a car sales lot, wherever guys <laughs> congregate to play cards, okay? But I'm telling you, they're super effective in red pilling and educating, and it's a great conversation starter. MyAmericanaMarketplace.com. Not only that, 
She's got other sets of cards that are gonna help you preserve your history and ensure that there is a physical history of what has occurred in this country. Head on over to myamericanamarketplace.com. That's myamericanamarketplace.com. And you're gonna use promo code. Promo code Dilly will get you 10% off. That's promo code Dilly for 10% off. MyAmericanaMarketplace.com. Without any further ado, Randy's Booty. Let's get the I'm like dying in the middle of an ad spot. Holy shit, I think it's, you know what I think I did? I think I moved that fan and now my fan is blowing directly in my face while I'm doing the show. I'm like trying to think of what changed and I think it's, it's that fucking fan. I think it's, it's blowing right at me. I'm like, why can't I breathe? That's <coughs> nah, killing me. Whatever, whatever. It'll be fine. It's just, it's just oxygen. It's not the mold. Will you stop it? There's no mold in my house. I had the guy out. Oh, by the way, update. I had the mold remediation company out. It's extremely, it's very mild. They're going to come out and remove whatever little bit is there tomorrow. No, that's enough. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. They came and they were like, yeah, it's not real bad, bro. Let me, we'll take care of it. I go, is there anything in my house? He's like, no, this isn't. So no, not that. You guys can save your fucking speculations. I already had a professional come out. It was like, no, that's not. That's not enough to move into your house. I said, okay, good. He goes, but you should get rid of it. So they're going to come out. They're going to help me. Uh, they're going to show me how I can do some of it too. It's very minor. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, thank God. I mean, I'm glad. I'm relieved, obviously. You don't want anything serious in there. But uh, yeah, I think it's just the cold air blowing on me on that, on that fucking thing right, right there. All right, let me get into some other stories. I got a really, I got some weird fucking stories today. Uh, I also wanted to wrap up the, uh, there's this whole, the F-35 thing. Okay, look, Jesus, I, I am, I'm impressed with the PSYOP of the U.S. government. So there's a few things going here. Number one, very strange story. It took three days to get somebody to come forward as a witness we have no video footage of the plane going down. Somebody on some dumb shit on Twitter is posting that a plane that's crashing is the video in question. It's got two pilots. That's not the scenario. This just fucking A. People are so lazy. Hey, I think this is the video. No, dude. All you had to do is Google. It was one pilot. The video you just looked at has two people ejecting. The end. So we got no video of the plane going down. The footage from yesterday that is allegedly... The crash site shows absolutely zero debris. It's just burn marks. Then you've got the U.S. military giving a two-day, right, stand down on flights. Only two days? Two days? Really? Okay. Very weird shit. And then they finally found a guy. They said, we have a witness who saw all of the thing. And they found a witness. And I... I'm going to present that witness without comment, at least until he's done talking. Here you go. This is your lone eyewitness to a fucking F-35 stealth jet crashing near a neighborhood. Uh, in the bathroom taking a shave, and I heard a, a screeching, 
saw that between a screech and a whistle. I said, what in the world is this? And I heard a boom. Then my whole house shook. White says he didn't realize it was a plane at the time, so he didn't call anybody. The first thought came to me. I said, well, must, what, is a meteorite coming out of space or something? And I said, well, if the airplane, it needed to be reported. Look, the thing was flying this the F-35B airplane wreckage created an extensive debris field. The wreckage is located off Old Georgetown Road. Military security is very tight with numerous red and white signs on the... All right. So, you've got the government, the media... The government... The media, wait, where'd my guy go? Where'd he go? Did I just lose my video? Oh, there he is. And this guy. Uh, in the bathroom taking a shave, and I heard a, a screeching, saw that between a screech and a whistle. I said, what in the world is this? And I heard a boom, then my whole house shook. White says he didn't realize it was a plane at the time, so he didn't call anybody. Saw that between a screech and a whistle. I said, what in the world is this? And I heard a boom. I said, what in the world is this? I said, what in the world is this? There's your eyewitness. Him. You don't believe him? You don't believe him? You're a fucking conspiracy theorist. I love that guy. That guy's amazing. That dude is absolutely... I thought he was going to bust out a Rick James song. I thought that was the beginning. I thought he was about to go to the hot tub. When he said that shit, I was like, bruh, are we about to go to the hot tub? Because I feel like we might be going to the hot tub with this dude. This dude... Woo! I love that guy. I fucking love that guy. I don't know what we need to do to get that guy. I need that guy to like read ad spots for the show. I fucking love this dude. I thought, I thought it was the funniest shit ever. I also don't believe him. <laughs> I don't I don't even know what to say. There's one guy. It was a train whistle and a fucking screech or some whatever he said. One guy heard it. Dude's amazing. I, I fucking I thought it was the funniest shit ever. So that that's your update on the F-35. Okay. I mean, we started with a story about DeSantis kicking a dog and being rude as shit. Then we talked about train whistle guy verifying that something's going on. And then we had a state senator travel to Michigan yesterday from Pennsylvania to speak with the auto workers. And when finally given an opportunity to say what he had to say, 
This is what came out. My message to the, the, CEOs, the CEOs is, you know, at $74 million, you know, collectively earning that, you know, how many yachts can they need, you know, you know to, to, yacht, to water uh, ski behind it? You know, I mean, it's just crazy. You know, I don't know. Bro. Dude went from Pennsylvania to Detroit to say that? My message to the, the, CEOs, the CEOs is, you know, at $74 million, you know, collectively earning that, you know, how many yachts can they need, you know, to, to, yacht, to water uh, ski behind it? You know, I mean, it's just crazy. You know, I don't know. My message. Fettertard. That's a that's a sitting U.S. senator in a hoodie, a fucking hat, some shitty basketball shorts, with an incoherent statement. I mean, there's nothing about that that's even semi reasonably understood. And then on the same fucking day that that retard did that. Collectively, I realize you have our How many yachts can they drive create you know, a new partnership? To, to Let me be clear. To water, uh, Certain uh, principles are in the national system. You know, I mean, it's just crazy. You know, I don't Thank you, Leah Memes. This was happening at the exact same time. At the exact same time that the Fettertard was going full Fettertard in front of the people of Michigan, Joe Biden was going full retard in front of the entire world at the UN. I, I don't, I don't even know. I don't even fucking know. The economy would answer that question. We must, and we will. Road ahead is long and difficult, but if we preserve, persevere and prevail, if we keep the faith in ourselves and show it possible. Okay, Grandpa, let's go change your shitty diaper. <laughs> Dude, I I don't even know what to say about this. Thank you, Hugh White. Thank you, Hugh White. I... So this is what... This is what the opposition's offering up. Biden. Fettertard. And dog kicker? Really, you guys? We're gonna make dog kicking memes now? That's funny? That's what we're doing? That's, that's horrible. Oh my God. <laughs> you guys are so fucking warped for this. You guys are just mocking all these special needs Politicians. CEOs, CEOs is, you know, at $74 million, you know, collectively earning that, you know, how many yachts can they need, you know, you know to, to, yacht, to water uh, ski behind it? T today, Junior? Dude. Thank you, Brandy. So we have a president, a senator, and a governor. Oh, 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 oh,
This country's so embarrassing. That old, it was just in 24 hours. In 24 hours, the guy from Florida, second largest fucking state in the country, along with the president of the United States and a senator from Pennsylvania, and this is what we're dealing with. We got a governor that likes to kick other people's dogs. We got a president that fucking needs to be in a, in a home. And we got a senator that is just openly retarded. We used to try to hide this shit. They used to be like, hey man, you're kind of fucking dumb. Uh, don't talk. And you'd be like, okay. And then you just sort of like let people guess about how dumb you were. We got him now that he's just like, yep. He's biting his ear, wearing that fucking fake mustache they gave the guy. They're like, hey, let's let's pretend Fettertard grew a mustache. It's absurd. It's just open like, hey, look at this fucking idiot we got representing you guys. Ha ha, shut up. And you're like, okay. And then the government's like, hey, we need an eyewitness to the stealth bomber going down. They're like, who do you got? And they're like, this guy. I said, what in the world is this? We used to have like a little old lady. She'd go, I saw it go down. Nope, they're just like, you, you. He's like, yeah, me. He's like, do that thing you do with the fucking James Brown. And he's like, Okay, I got it. Yeah, I know. Hey, train whistle, right? That's what you want? Okay, I got it. Yeah, yeah. Give me my straw hat. I think China probably would have invaded us if they didn't think they'd have to somehow, like, manage all of us. They'd be like, dude, do you, we really want to take care of these fucking idiots? Like, if you're another country, do you look at us? You look, on one hand, you're like, they're vulnerable. We could probably conquer them right now. On the other hand, you're like, we're going to have to, like, deal with those people, though. You know what I mean? Like, even if it goes smoothly... I don't know if we want that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if, I think people looked at it. I think other countries were like, do we, do we want that? I mean, I feel like the easiest way to kill off the Americans now, it's not COVID. It's not nuclear war. It's not famine or hyperinflation. It's just scratch and sniff stickers at the bottom of fucking pools. I think that's it. You don't have to get all out of, you know, fucking creative. You don't have to spend a ton of money. You don't have to blow up shit. You just put scratch and sniff stickers at the bottom of, of American pools all over. And that's it. You get rid of like probably 60% of the population. Like it's done. Like you got 60. Oh, you hear about the scratch? Put it on TikTok. You put them on TikTok, the scratch and sniff challenge, right? You just put it scratch and sniff challenge and you put it on TikTok. It'll go mega viral. You'll get wipe. I mean, that's like, that's like 80 to 90 million Americans like this, like, and they'll film it. You can confirm the death. They'll film it with their stupid phone. It'll be set up outside the pool. They'll go in, they'll huff, they'll float the end. You have to fish them out with that fucking pool skimmer thing. It's a, that's America now. America isn't even worthy of a bullet. It sucks. It's true. It's just kind of fish them out. Oh, got another one. Fucking a bunch of boomers trying to be relevant on TikTok, telling people how to live. But it's a combination of Gen Zers and boomers fishing each other out of the fucking pool TikTok challenge oh it didn't go well <sighs> do I 
you know what? Let's bring some energy back to this party. I apologize. It can be demoralizing realizing that you're surrounded by fucking idiots. A solution appears. Good one, Dre Fanzer. See, doesn't that feel so much better than this? See? you feel way better. See? Yeah, you don't want that. You don't want that. You want this. Yeah, you feel way better. Can't have that. DeSantis giving Tucker a new dog. Here you go. Here's your fucking mutt. No. No, you want this. You want this. You want class and fun. Yeah. Can't have these fucking idiots out here. See, there's no scenario under which you're going to ever have President Trump sitting at your kitchen table speaking over your wife, not asking her about her decor or something, <laughs> exchanging. There's never in a million fucking years going to be a story about Donald Trump ignoring the host and his wife about their home and then proceeding to kick their dog under the table. Never, never. It'll never fucking happen. You can accuse him of all kinds of crazy shit. And that one will never, ever, ever make it past fucking first base. Now that's it's Trump. He would never do that. Imagine he's just like fucking kicking the dog. Your fucking dog. Your fucking dog. I'm trying to explain to you the way I handled COVID compared to Trump, and your fucking dog keeps biting me. Okay, he's sniffing me or something. I don't like it. Get this piece of shit away from me. Whose dog is this, huh? It's your dog? Oh, it's the wife's dog. You tell your goofy fucking wife to get this fucking dog, okay? I'm, listen, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah? You're gonna tell people I did this? Huh, you're gonna tell them I did this? Yes, Ron, we're gonna tell everybody you're a fucking fascist prick that kicked our dog. No, you're not, you're not gonna do shit. You live here, I'll raise your taxes. <laughs> oh. Fucking asshole. God, he's a monster. He's a fucking monster. All right. Hey, you guys want to hear from, uh, you want to hear what's happening on Capitol Hill right now? It's going really well. They're not lying to you. Your government's being super honest. It's really, really good. You guys want to hear from the top prosecutor in the whole country? This is the guy who's in, in charge of the Department of Justice and the FBI. And he's like, he, uh, I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth and everything except for truth. Uh, Merrick Garland, everybody. Have you had personal contact with anyone at FBI headquarters about the Hunter Biden investigation? Oh, um, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, um, uh, it's, uh, 
Oh, don't tell me now, don't tell me. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a, um, a hot diggity. I was a little too smart for him. A hill? Wait a minute. Was that a meme? Was that, uh, was that the actual video or me? Okay, look, here's what happened, all right? I got two videos sent to me. One of them was a meme and one of them's a real video. And for the first time, I actually don't know which one is the real video. Is that a, it was that the meme or was that the original video? Here's the other one. I don't know which one's fucking real because they're both so fucking preposterous. You had personal contact with anyone at FBI headquarters about the Hunter Biden investigation. Uh, I don't real I don't I don't recollect the answer to that question, but the FBI works for the Justice Department. It's uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't department. recollect you don't recollect whether you've talked with anybody at FBI headquarters about an investigation of the president's son. Oh, you were so certain the first one was the fucking meme until I played that one, right? You were so confident. You were like, oh, the first one's a meme. And then I played that one and you were like, no, that's the meme. Which one is it? Go ahead. Have you had personal contact with anyone at is FBI it this one? headquarters about the Hunter Biden investigation? Oh, um, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, um, uh, that feels real. Hold on. You had personal contact with anyone at FBI headquarters about the Hunter Biden investigation? Uh, I don't real I don't I don't recollect the answer to that question, but the FBI works for the Justice Department. It's uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't department. recollect. You don't recollect whether you've talked with anybody at FBI headquarters about an investigation of the president's son. I, I don't believe that I did. I promised the Senate when I came. Uh, I promised. I fucking promised. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the whole clip. But dude was like, I don't remember if I did a thing. But I promised the Senate that I would not do that thing that you're asking me about. I can't recollect the answer. I didn't. All you had to say was, I don't remember. I can't recollect the answer. Bro, you can't. What the fuck kind of retard do we got working? It's this whole show is retarded. I, I haven't played, I've played one fucking video of somebody not being retarded, and it was Donald Trump dancing. Everything else I have played today, whether it's fucking eyewitnesses, state senators, presidents, or fucking governors, is retarded. I, I'm trying to find a level of this country that's not fucking retarded right now, and I can't find it. I can't find it. The whole fucking thing is fucking retarded. Everything I keep turning, I look at, it's. Okay, is this the original? I don't remember. Here. You had personal contact with anyone at FBI headquarters about the Hunter Biden investigation. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my oh, God. No, no, no. Oh, my God. I'm going to play that whole video, but I just realized something. Is Leah in here? Because Leah is like our foremost expert on what I'm about to say. Is Leah here today or is she... Is she busy with the babby? Is, is Leah in here? Honey, I need your expertise. You are the foremost expert on what I'm about to say. Is Leah here today or is she, is she with the babby? I'm, I'm afraid I may have just stumbled on something. Okay? I stumbled on something.
I don't think she's here today. She's going to be very disappointed. Because I'm going to tell you what we just, we just witnessed something. All right, Trev says no Leah today. All right, here's what I'm going to tell you just happened. What you just saw was an elderly man using his last wilder. That's why that looked that way. That was an, an old idiot using his very last wilder. Did you see that? He was bewildered. Look. You had personal contact with anyone at FBI Watch. headquarters about the Hunter Biden investigation. Uh, oh my God, that's bewildered. Don't re I, don't, I don't recollect that's the it. answer to that question. That's the last the one. FBI works End for of the his Justice life. Department. It's, uh, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You don't recollect whether you've talked with anybody at FBI headquarters about an investigation of the president's son? That's what that looked like. He was all, oh shit. Like that was the moment he was all, I just, Leah, you're here. Leah, honey, we just caught Merrick Garland using his last wilder. That was it. You could see it on his face. He was like, oh shit. This is my last wilder. This is number three. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all out of bewilders. That was the end of his wilders. That's it. Leah. This was the moment that Merrick Garland used his last wilder. You had personal contact with anyone at FBI headquarters about the Hunter Biden investigation. Here it comes. Uh, oh, fuck, there it is. <laughs> I, don't I, don't, I don't recollect the answer to that fucking question, but wilder, FBI like works for the Justice Department. Oh, my so, God. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you don't. Dude, that was the most stunningly wildered. He was like, oh, shit. Uh... Fuck! And the wilder was leaving his body. That last and final third wilder was like, and he was like, ah. dude, I'm going slow-mo on that bitch. That is a, that is a real world final wilder of an elderly man. You had personal contact with anyone at FBI headquarters Here it comes, dude. about the Hunter Biden investigation. You're about to see, you can actually see it leaving his body like a soul. But it's a wilder. It's his last and final one. Oh, fuck. Uh, Holy. Oh, my. There it is. It's, go it's ascending. I don't, I don't recollect the answer to that question, oh. but the FBI works for the Justice Department. It's, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't recollect. You don't Holy recollect whether shit. you talk with anybody at F. Dude, I almost, I almost passed out. I coughed so hard right now from laughing. I actually felt it go over me like I was going to pass out. I could see the end of his wilders. I've have you ever seen something? I've never seen it actually. Like I've talked about it, okay? We've theorized that you only get three. And nobody ever dares to use a third wilder. But this guy, he just used his third wilder under oath on Capitol fucking Hill on camera. And we all got to see it. This is stunning shit. This is, we should study this videos for years to come. You had personal contact with anyone at FBI headquarters about the Hunter Biden investigation. Uh, Fuck. Dude, that is the face of wilderment. 
don't real, I don't I don't recollect the answer to that question, oh but oh the FBI works for the Justice Department. Oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't recollect. You don't recollect whether you've talked with anybody at FBI headquarters about an investigation of the president's son. I, I don't believe that I did. I promised the Senate when I came um, before it for confirmation that I would leave Mr. Weiss in place and that I would not interfere with his investigation. Okay, did I you ever... Kept, I have kept that promise. All right. What happens now? What does he do? That guy's going to walk around soulless now. You used your you used your last wilder, bro. There's no more. You're out. That was stunning. I don't know if I've ever seen somebody look more completely like this is it. This is how it ends for me. I I think it's this is this was like that's it. You've like Honestly, it's, it's, hold on, we're turning the volume down. All right, listen, this is like the moment. He's like, did you talk to the, anybody at the FBI about the president's son? And he's just like, he's like, really? Um, what? Uh, shit. Why would you do this to me? This is it. This is my last wilder. You, you're going to do this to me in front of my friends and family, my colleagues. My final wilder is right here in front of you. You absolute animal. You've just taken my very last one. That's it. This is, there's no more after this. What a fucking disaster. I'm impressed. I, I don't even know what to say. Just gone. Defeated. Wow. What a shitty government we have. We have the most embarrassing and, and pathetic government, uh, maybe ever. The, I'm right now, I'm jealous of governments in Africa. Places that, that literally, literally are still trading cows for power. And I'm thinking, you know, you guys have really got something figured out over there. I, I, he's so wildered, he almost wildered me. Do you understand? Do you know how wildered you have to be to fucking be that wildered to where the audience watching you use your last wilder becomes slightly wildered? That's how I'm feeling right now. His wilder was so powerful, it almost wildered all of us. That's how bad of a wilder that was. We almost all experienced a wilder via, the, that's like a secondhand wilder. That's like a, it's a secondary wilder. I don't even know if we have a name for this, but it, it, it went out. His wilder went out into the world and wildered other, we almost wasted. I'm only 41. I can't use another wilder right now. Then I've got to try to navigate the next like 50 years without using a wilder. That's way too much. I've already used one. 
I used one. I was, I was 24. I was 24 years old. I was really shocked about something. I don't want to talk about it, but I already used one wielder, okay? And I already know I've got to somehow, the next wielder probably can't be until I'm in my 50s if I want to like space shit out. And this fucking cocksucker almost wildered all of us. We almost, yeah, it was a mass wildering event. They would have, M. Night Shyamalan would have done a whole movie about this if it would have happened. You know what I'm saying? It would have done a whole movie about this. The fucking wind would have moved. It would have done a thing. It would The wilders would have traveled through the wind. You know what I mean? People would have been slamming windows shut and fucking closing doors, trying to keep the wilder out. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like, it's just, anytime I get to reference a shitty M. Night Shyamalan movie, I like, it's going to be a good show. You know what I mean? Like, I know I'm already, I'm like, I'm, in, I'm having a fun time when I get to an M. Night Shyamalan reference on a show you don't understand you understand a fucking mike really mike really i'm finally i'm doing it i feel good and then and then he's got to hit me he's like carrie lake just unsubscribed right he said i used a bewilder on the show no 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 no. i didn't fucking hog man i didn't use a fucking i didn't use a wilder on the show i was slightly wildered we talked about this we talked about it on the show why are you trying to gaslight me hog he's trying to say i used a wilder i wasn't i was slightly wilder i was like slightly i was like I was slightly wilder. I wasn't full bewilder. I was like slightly wildered. Give me a break. Fucking kidding me. Did he do better later? Hold on. I have another clip of the guy. Did he do better later? What was he? What happened after he lost his last wilder? Did he answer better? I have a clip. You guys want to see it? Let's check it out. Maybe he gave better answers after he used his last wilder. How can you guarantee that the people buying that art aren't doing so to gain favor with the president? job of the Justice Department is to investigate criminal allegations. You have information. Are you investigating this? I mean, someone who bought Hunter Biden's art ended up with a prestigious appointment to a federal position. Doesn't it look weird that he's making, he's become this immediate success in the art world as his dad is president of the United States? Isn't that odd? I'm not going to comment about any specific. Not going to comment, not going to investigate. So right. Hunter Biden Association. Okay. Losing that last wilder seemed to have taken whatever fight he had left in him, like, completely out. Yeah, that was the last of it. You could tell there was no fight left in that. You see that? Dude was just like, I can't comment. He's like, Matt, I got nothing. You know it and I know it, okay? That last prick snuck a wilder in there. I'm fucking wildered out. I got nothing left. I'm at the end. You know it and I know it, Matt. What do you want me to say, huh? You want me to say that that uh, I'm... I'm, I'm covering up for for joe biden's son because i took a lot of money too huh you want me to say that you want me to die you want hillary clinton to kill me i don't think so that was it dude had no punch left he was just like i got nothing leave me alone mr gates leave me alone i don't have a wilder to give you and he did say that's right just so we're all clear when Matt asked him, are you going to do anything about this? You're just going to turn the other cheek. He was like, yeah, that's right. How can you guarantee that the people buying that art aren't doing so to gain favor with the president? The job of the Justice Department is to investigate criminal allegations. You have information. Are you investigating this? I mean, someone who bought Hunter Biden's art ended up with a prestigious appointment to a federal position. Doesn't it look weird that he's making he's become this immediate success in the art world as his dad is president of the United States. Isn't that odd? 
I'm not going to comment about any specific. Not going to comment, not going to investigate. So Hunter Biden associates. You know what this does? You know what this does to a man or a woman, to a patriot in America? If you watch this lying shit weasel enough times, all of a sudden, this guy makes a little more fucking sense, doesn't he? It's like, I'm not saying you do it. I'm saying he makes more sense. Just so we're clear. I'm not condoning what he just did. I'm just saying, if you were around our government all day and you had to listen to this shit all day, you might also just be walking and be like, You know, that didn't slightly upset you? Maybe slightly, just fucking mad enough to just be like, poof, punt a fucking poodle up into the sun. No, I'd never do that. I'm just saying, like, it makes sense why. That's the government? How disappointing. Fucking government. You know who wouldn't do that to you and ever make you feel that way? I'll tell you who. This guy right here. He'd never do that to you. One, two, three. faith give us faith in thee faith in our sons faith in each other and faith in our united crusade thy will be done almighty god amen
That was really good. Thank you, Mike. Mike, what else did you make today? What is this? Mike made something else. Let's see what he made. I don't know what this is. I don't think it's as sweet as that last one. What's this, Mike? To be a pro-energy American president. Uh, because I'm pro-civilization, I'm pro-development, oh, no, I'm pro-individual, and I'm pro-environment. High energy prices are the energy, oh, are my, the enemy of the poor. Energy goes into nearly everything bought and sold in the economy. So higher, price, higher energy costs translates to higher prices all across the board. Energy poverty shortens life expectancy. Who brought the fucking rallies? Including the three billion people on this planet who use less electricity than a typical American refrigerator, and the billions who use wood and animal dung for their heating and cooking. I'm going to do everything in my power to ensure America wow. plays a part. I knew he was going to piss off dog owners. Wow. Wow, Mike. Wow. That is horror. I mean, I get it. I get it. You know what I like about the dog protest is it is nonviolent, effective, and expressive. I think it gets the point across perfectly. Yeah, it happened today. It's totally real. 100%. What's this other video you made, Mike? See, see, you guys wonder why I assumed that the memes about DeSantis were from California. Because he really does not like this guy, and he tends to make a lot of content about him. I have another clip, and I don't know what it is. It is from California, though, so it's probably going to involve Meatball, and it's probably not going to be very nice. He's not a nice man. And they're suffering, if only we were energy in... And they're suffering, if only we were in... Thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks so much. Oh, oh. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks so much. Great job. Thank you. And they're suffering. If only we were in a. He did it again. Oh, he boogered her. He boogered her. He got another one. Someone has got to stop him. He has to be stopped. Okay? Look, I can move on to topics that actually matter in this country, but you know what? There's a flu going around. And I don't know how many people that I've come in contact with have come in contact with people that he has fucking boogered. That's disgusting. He did it again. He got boogered. He got fucking DeSant boogered. This dude is notorious. He's absolutely fucking notorious. I've never, this is like a serial boogering. I've never seen someone do this. I've watched politics a long time. I've seen a clip of a politician do something gross. I've never seen consecutive videos for months in a row of the same notorious boogering politician wiping his shit and then shaking somebody's hands. They say that I shouldn't judge him on this. Like, oh, it's not fair. It's not fair. What does that have to do with his policies? You're right. It doesn't have to do with policy but he's wiping germs and boogers on people. And that should matter when you're voting. When you go into the voting booth, you don't want to vote for a guy that wipes his boogers on constituents or eats them. You wouldn't even, you couldn't, I'd dap him. I'd dap him. I'd be like, bro, what's up? You wouldn't even get near my hand. I'm just here. Like, I'm like, dap me up, bro. COVID and everything. Dap me up. Dap me fucking. I'd be doing bash bros. Like, you can go forearm with me, homie. 
because I know your ass can't get your nose over there. Like, can't get there. Boom, forearm. Yep, bash bros. No, 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 you ain't getting my hand. You ain't getting my hand. Elbow? You can do an elbow. Boop, fucking. We do that thing where, like, the football players jump into each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, the shoulder bump. We just jump. Like, boom. Yeah, you just fucking, boom. There you go. Dude will booger you. It's disgusting. Whoa. This show really took a different direction today. I, I had like a bunch of serious stuff I thought I was going to talk about. Well, I mean, I did kind of open by saying we're going to talk about a lot about retards, but this has really gone off the rails. Oh, oh my God. Hey, remember that thing I was talking about at the top of the show? Why, why the demons are all on meltdown mode? Can we all just appreciate for a moment how painful this must have been for Washington Post writer Aaron Blake to have to actually put this out? Like, let's just all take a moment to soak in what this means to pretty much what's going to happen in a year. Trump hits new poll highs with black Hispanic voters. What to make of it? Just stop there. What it means, Aaron, is you're fucked. You and your lying, cunty kind are, your days are numbered. Just soak it. He's going to go ahead. Now, I didn't, I don't, you don't need to read the article. It's the Washington Post. All you need to know is that <coughs> he had to run this headline and then try to do mental gymnastics about why it doesn't matter. Just let it, just let that one, let's let that just sort of sit there for all of us to enjoy for a moment, okay? Savor, if you will. You know, just kind of take it in. You take that one and you just say, what could that actually mean? What's it mean? I don't know. But I don't think it's going to be good for Democrats. At all. President Donald J. Trump with a few messages for you, the people. Let's start with this one. Here we go. If I would have made that speech yesterday at the United Nations for all of the world to see, including the horrendous delivery, I would have been run out of politics, an embarrassment to our country. It's true. It's absolutely true. Nobody else would be given a pass for that. Reciprocal trade agreement, Trump says. That's him essentially presidenting from his home, telling the UN reciprocal trade agreement. You want to know something fascinating that happened too? Zelensky was here in the United States. And he was asked about Donald Trump. And you know what he said? Zelensky said, I would like Donald Trump to show me his peace plan. Now listen to me. The fact that this dude's like, you know, let me, why don't we take a look at what he's got? I don't give a fuck about that little midget cunt from Ukraine. But the fact that he's like, he went to the White House, spent days there, went to Congress, spent days there and was like, does anybody know Donald Trump's phone number? Like he went to the White House, went to Congress and was like, 
I wonder if we can see what Trump has. Bro spent two days on Capitol Hill and was like telling reporters, maybe we should just take a look at what Donald Trump has. He literally said, can Trump, uh, I'd like to see what Trump's plan was. Can someone, can we, how do I? Because eventually you're like, I'm super rich now because I extorted the American public, but I don't have a country to live in because I got my ass kicked by Russia and my country is a wasteland. Bro was like, can I talk to Trump? Like, I just want to take a look. I'm not saying I'm going to agree to anything, but I think we should probably call him. And at Capitol Hill was like, why? Why would you want to talk to him? And he's like, I'm, no reason, just curious, I guess. <laughs> just curious, I don't know, just kind of was wondering, you know, I don't know, I've never seen what maybe, maybe he had like some ideas that we could, you know, cherry pick from. Bro got to the United States and was like, could Trump maybe, yeah, well, maybe. You know what would be dope is if Donald Trump somehow got Zelensky to fucking fly out to, to, to negotiate. Just to have a meeting. He's like, hey, so. I mean, Zelensky met with what? He met with uh, not just politicians. I think he met with some other people too. Did he, so he met with some other like private citizens. So could he just go, hey, I'd just like to just pick your brain a little bit. <laughs> not negotiating or anything. Just picking your brain. I can't believe he said it publicly. Like him even acknowledging that Trump's got a plan is pretty important. Oh, he met with Sean Penn. There you go. Thank you, devil dog. Yeah, I knew it. I knew he was meeting with private citizens. Bro's going to make a trip down to Mar-a-Lago to be like, so look, um, look, 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 look. I just want to see what you got, okay? I'm not saying I'm going to follow your plan, but could you maybe just tell me what you... The other guy, dude, he shit his pants in front of me. He shit his fucking pants. I went there. I walked in the Oval Office. It smelled weird. He fucking took a dump right in front of me. Right in front of me. Just filled the entire diaper. Nobody even rushed him out of there. They just let him sit in his own poop diaper the whole meeting. I don't want to do this again, okay? It was weird. I'm pretty sure I'm fucked in this thing. I need a way out of this. I don't know what to do. What do we do here? Please, take my meeting. <laughs> Brutal, dude. All right, guys. Tomorrow, the Carrie Lake interview will be played on this show in its entirety. We'll probably do first half of the show. We'll play half of it. And then the second half, immediately following the overtime, we'll play the second half. Um, I'm excited. I think you guys are going to really like it. And uh, please promote the, uh, the trailer on social media. Feel free to rip it and go put it on Facebook, put it on Instagram, wherever you guys want to put it to promote it. Obviously, would like as many eyeballs as possible on that Carrie Lake interview. Uh, I'll upload the entire thing tomorrow to Twitter uh, or X. And uh, you guys can share it around and do all that. But uh, I'm done. God bless you. God bless America. And God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilly, and I'll see all of you tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilly Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. Have a wonderful Wednesday, everybody. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're gonna want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not is not something about the just oh the next re-election. We want it all back. 
We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the the, uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just going to have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.